0: Hello and welcome to the Eighth No Sessions. I'm Mike Shamil. And I'm Devin Mullen. And our returning guest is Damone. Damone, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great on this fine day.
1: Um, Happy Jamaican Day. Happy Happy Jamaican Jamaican Day. Day. And speaking uh, of, they're celebrating their 60 years of independence from the British Empire. Yes. Beautiful.
2: And what, what we got going on in the back?
1: Uh, different vendors, it looks like. Uh, definitely some uh, some food action going on from Chef Darian. I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, and some live music, which I'm a part of. Beautiful. Homestead Dub System, which is uh, a reggae band around Buffalo. They're killing it. We're killing it.
3: <laughs> now, know? Damone,
0: how many bands are you in right now? You've got oh. demone Jackson Outcome. You've got you know the this new band. You've got like. I, every time I see you out in public, you're playing with, like, a different group of folks. And I'm just like, how does he improv with everybody? Like, that is that is a skill. It,
1: yeah, it's a skill from, from the man upstairs himself. Uh, so, so I got to give definitely my, my, my honor and respect to him. Um, as far as bands go, I will have to just call them projects or or hire gun gigs. Because, you know, I try to put my band, at, you know, first priority, of course. Um, but... I'm honored to be a part of the side projects that I'm in, um, and just to have the respect that they call me is is more than a blessing in itself. So I will have to say I'm in a lot of different projects. I, I don't have a, a, a number, a, an exact number, because it seems like every other day I'm getting phone calls from everybody, everybody else, um, no matter what style it is. I, you know, I a couple years ago I definitely spoke on a lot of versatility. Being versatile, well. Keep your, your pockets fat and, your, and a roof over your head, you know. It's, the more music that you can play and that you can study and learn, the better off. You know, I, I'm a firm believer in that. You yeah. know, and it doesn't matter if you can read music or not. As long as you can learn the style and absorb it and, and perfect it, you're good. And I'm not perfect by any means, but I think I know a, a good deal enough to survive musically. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a beautiful thing.
0: I, I've observed, too, when you're playing with people, one of the things that um, I really admire about your technique is not just like how, how technical you are with the sticks, but when you're, when you're playing in a band, I always see that your head is turning to whoever is either playing a solo or another intricate part, and you're breaking down in real time what they're playing. And and coming up with a really cool accompaniment to that, or sometimes leading them in a direction like, okay, like your part's done. Let me kind of like, you know, cue you, and you now it's your turn. Let's see if I can like pass it off. You you have this like really keen sense of uh, observation, combined with uh, an ability to communicate almost like wirelessly to other musicians, like you know, from your mind and from your playing, and and I, that takes a lot of time to sort of own. Well, I. I l- <laughs> Thanks for noticing that, uh, <laughs> by
1: the way. Uh, I think that's for me. I, I try to not make that known or seen, but it's like I like to be a team player with any situation I, that I'm in musically, uh, a band or a duo. Um, I'm I'm really big into football, so it's like it. T-
0: it I couldn't tell <laughs> for me. And no disrespect, no disrespect. Whoever's
1: watching this, or whoever's gonna watch this, I love my I love my city. Love, you know, my Buffalons. But I'm a, I'm a Colts fan, you know. So no no offense, no <laughs> offense. Is. Yeah. But 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 I I do like being a team player, and it takes a team. It takes a team to win, and I and I like to win. I love to win. Uh, so. If we make a mistake, it's like missing a field goal. But the beauty of it is you you may have to kick that field goal again. So like there's always going to be a next time. So you may miss the first time, but the second and third time, make the field goal or go for it on fourth and one or fourth and goal, get the touchdown, you know? So when I'm when I'm giving cues or observing I like to observe – I mean, you, sometimes you may see me with my eyes closed and I'll be in a zone because that's just it's just a feel thing and a comfort yeah. thing. But, like, if I'm – if somebody else is soloing and I'm comping them what they're doing, I kind of take a little bit of a jazz approach to it. You know, like, okay, like, drop the dynamics down, give that person the floor. But I'll also, like, to know or to, to listen to what that – person he or she is saying you know they're telling me a story not only me but the audience while they're soloing or while they're making a statement okay like it's time to shut up and listen so let me break down what I'm doing to either give them the floor or to add to the conversation that they're or to the story that they're that they're telling me and the audience so I may play something in unison maybe a couple times and then I may back off dynamically and okay like finish telling your story. You know, it's kind of like how we're talking right now. You know, one of y'all would chime in and ask a question on top of the question that was asked, but it co it co exists with each other. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, so it's kind of like that. You know, you take take a life approach to music, and whatever you can come out with that, it, it's it could be gold. It can be crap. It does, you don't
2: know, but you gotta do it. You gotta try it at yeah. least. You know, so. So music is conversation. Mm-hmm. You, you sat down with us for a conversation about two years ago, and was it was two years already. Two years it's ago, been, I chucked, yeah, yeah. It was in oh <laughs> man, 2020. <laughs> Sitting there over Zoom, going, "Hi, right, yeah." I, I was in my old apartment and everything.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy.
2: How how have the past two years treated you?
1: How are we doing? They've treated as far as me personally. Um, as far as you know, being in a pandemic, coming out of a pandemic. Uh, musically and financially, things have been great. Good. Uh, I have no complaints. Uh, me as a person, I felt like I've I've grown, but I'm still working on myself with other things, you know, personal growth and whatnot. Knowing when to say yes, knowing when to say no, knowing when to cut people off, knowing when to accept people. Uh, I'm very guarded as a person, and you know, I have my reasons. Sure. But I'm, you know, with the growth, I'm also getting older you know uh like you said it's been 2 years i was 29 I'm 31 now and you know it's not that big of a a, a stretch but mentally you it's a grow. big difference yeah you know you grow your, your way of thinking uh is different uh so that in that regards i've been good as far as social stuff you know it's kind of like on a teeter totter you know I, uh, I understand that you yeah. know there is more accepting of things now uh, socially and culturally, but there's still that other side which is not good. you know there's still a lot of segregation here yes uh, as well as in the world you know or just in America you know I hate to bring it up but it, it's, it, it's it's not just within our society it's within our own music community too. you know so yeah. it's like I would like to be more uh, more cautious about that. And what can I do to change it or to help change it? Because change don't happen overnight. It takes, again, it takes a team to to change. I can't do this by myself. But we also have to have these uncomfortable conversations now after what has happened, especially what has happened this year alone Oh yeah. with that shooting and everything. That woke me up completely. And it made me have a different outlook on society, you know, where it's like, okay, the stuff that we normally wouldn't talk about, we have to talk about now.
2: Yeah. So what, what do you think is the role of the musician or artist in this conversation? Uh,
1: exposing, exposing those who are against unification and people who are, are filled with hate. Like, you have to talk about that. There's a lot of hateful people here. You know, that smile and that will shake your hand, but their heart is filled with, with, with hate. And bitterness. And we all have that. We all have that. But if if you're feeling some type of way, you turn to somebody and you talk about it with, you know, with a loved one or, or a best friend or a family member or something like that. But that's on a personal level. When, is, when does it come a public issue? Because like with that shooting, that was a public thing, which became an international headline. This is Buffalo, New York. We don't get that type of attention.
0: No, usually we're, we're talked about for our, our sports team right, or our food right. or our arts. When we become the center of, you know, attention for something like, you know, a mass shooting yeah. that's, you know, like a racist mass shooting. You know, what I loved about. It just takes a lot of, like, momentum it, away from the other things we're trying to do it, here.
1: It, it does. But what I loved about just the whole unification of the city alone, everybody came out from droves to come support. I hate that it took that to get people from East Aurora and from, you know, suburban uh, cities to come down here to see what people that look like me go through on on a daily basis. Let alone live out there. You know, I mean, it's we're at Larkin School right now, which is a whole bunch of it's beautiful diversity here. It's great, but you know, ten minutes down the road. It's not, a lot of, it's not a lot. of white people who go who will voluntarily go down there just to go shopping or to go to the park or for or on a walk or something. Hey, let's go on the east side and let's go take a walk. Can't do it. We're here. You can. You know. So it's like I ask myself, why is that? And you know, it's it's culture based. It, we have to we have to change what's in ourselves first in order to be accepted by people who don't look like you or I, you know? That's why I like seeing on these commercials now. There's more interracial uh, commercials. There's more same-sex commercials. There's more transgender commercials. So we're showing our audience who watches TV or who is part of the social media uh, um, stuff that, hey, look, you have to accept this now. Yeah, we we don't want to be in the dark about it no more. We don't want to be in the closet anymore, you know. Like, accept me for just being a human being, you know, or a musician, or, you know, I'm black, you're white. We don't care anything about race. But to other people who may be watching this, or an outsider who doesn't know anything about what we're talking about, may look at may look at it and be like, well, what's going on? Shouldn't be like that. Yeah.
2: So two years ago, you, when we were in the middle of the George Floyd protests, you you expressed this sort of anxiety about the cyclical nature of responses to tragedy mm-hmm. and social injustice. The, the way you're talking about it now, it it seems to have more of a tone of optimism. Do Do you think we've reached some kind of critical mass? With with this kind of news, with this kind of reality, are are people finally waking up, or is it? More, oh yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent,
2: a hundred percent.
1: But we have to stay woke now. We can't go back to sleep on this. Yeah, because when we go back to sleep on it, we ignore it. We ignore it, or we forget until something else happens, and then that's when we want to come together. Well, what happens after when the whole massacre is over? You know, that's it's not it's not the concern of. A massacre being a massacre, yeah, that's going to happen anywhere you go. But my my question is, are we going to stay unified like we did after when that mass shooting happened? Or are we just going to just kind of, oh, well, you know, this happened. I did my part. Let me, let me go back to my neck of the woods and kind of just stay in my neck of the woods and don't venture out. I, there needs to be more of this. Yeah, I there, mean, we there needs around. to be more
0: consistency. Yes,
1: we look around. It needs to be more of just unification and diverse uh, social norms. Yeah. You know? um, And it's happening. It's, It's happening. I just don't want it to dwindle down. Yeah, you, know, you understand what I'm yeah. saying. I do. I do. When, when
0: the when the headlights are, or are, are no longer you know trending, right. And when the when the media crews are gone, you know it's it's got to be something where us in the community we're still out there. You know we're still you still got to go to the food pantries and, and pitch in. You still got to help out. You know your local food kitchens. You still got to look, look out for your neighbors. It's not just when it's trending and when it's cool and all your friends are posting memes about it on Facebook. You got to do the consistency when the spotlights not on you and that's something that, that as a community we really need to improve on, on that consistency, including including us. I mean, I know that there's a lot of room for me to improve on that, but you know, talking to our listeners at home, you know, we gotta do this. This this is this is important because taking care of your neighbors uh, is I, I,
1: I've got an interview going on. <laughs> that's uh, Chef Dorian, by the way, that just Chef almost Dorian. walked through, man. That's that's the guy who's putting this event on. I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's the that's the man of the hour right there, man. And, you know, uh it's just Beautiful to see again, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's beautiful to see somebody like that looks like me accepted in this, you know, accepted in this environment and not only being accepted, but leading, leading, leading the pact, giving other young black uh, or people of color. Uh, uh an experience and also inspiration by hey if he can do it I can do it too because you know when I was growing up things were there was no social media there was no social media when you was growing up so the the you being told that hey you can only be an athlete or you can only be a, a musician you're not gonna do anything else you can't amount to anything else because of what you look like. That's bullshit. You yeah. know, like you you could do whatever you want. Sorry, you did it again. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good, brother. <laughs> um, but um, but no, it's it's like seeing more inspiration from people who look like me, and also people who look up to me for what I do uh, musically. I would like to be like Chef Dorian too, just in a, in a musical matter. Like, hey. This guy looks like me. He's out in suburban uh, territories.
0: Uh there it is again. <laughs> Greg, you used to work in TV. You're looking for uh. the cameras.
1: <laughs> no, it would just it's just more it's just it's just really good to see more of uh, more leadership within our culture. Yeah. You know.
2: So, so it, it, it sounds like things are, despite all expectations, taking kind of a positive turn. Yeah. There there is a sense of optimism of change of of things slowly sometimes lurching backwards but on the whole going in the right direction.
1: Yeah, I I would have to say so. I mean, uh, it, you know, the more things are brought to light, the I think more people will change. I mean, it's change it's not it's time for it. It's time for it, man. It's a new society growing up. It's a new culture growing up where it's like, listen, man, we don't care anymore. We don't want to be like this anymore. And, and you know, what I loved about it the most is after when that shooting happened, nobody turned, there was no rioting. Nobody tore anything up. Nobody burned every, anything to the ground. Nobody's car got broken into. It was just a beautiful just, we don't we don't want any more, we don't want any more drama. We just want peace. And if we get that, we'll, we'll be better off. We'll be better off.
2: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Or should I say Wagwan? So, folks, I believe we're getting yeah, near showtime. <laughs> As a treasured member of our community, Demone, where can we, uh, where can our audience at home find you uh, playing around these days? And then uh, we'll wrap
1: up. Central Pet Grill, 7 o'clock, $5 at the door every Tuesday night. Demone Jackson outcome. Please check that out. Please check that out. You, it's worth your income, and it it's worth your income.
3: Oh. beautiful
2: all right. all right well folks uh happy Jamaican day as you can see everything is alive and well at Larkinville there's beautiful food beautiful vendors beautiful music beautiful people happening uh with that I'm Devin Mullen
0: I'm Mike Shamil and I'm, I'm Jackson thank, thank you on Jackson we'll thank catch you, you next
2: Simone.
3: time <laughs>
0: Eighth Note sessions are produced by Music is Art. Our co hosts are Devin Mullen and Michael Shamil. Editing by Michael Shamil. The Executive Director is Tracy Fletcher. Our Program Director is Sarah Elizabeth Shaw. You can help programs like this keep going by donating today at musicasart.org. Thanks for listening.